0: Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very twenty-fifth episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, we sit down with Saul Fried, the co-founder and my partner in Class Stars.
1: The big question is: How do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions with so many
0: demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day? and if each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to
1: give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed.
0: We're joined today by my partner in Class Stars, Solomon Freed, who has been working very diligently with me over the last several years in developing the software application which is our flagship product of Class Stars that is currently available on the Apple App Store, the Google Play App Store, and the Microsoft Windows App Store. The enterprise version has been, is, is available currently and very soon going to be releasing a single-user version of Class Stars. Individual teachers can download the app and set them up without having to go through their entire school. Sal, welcome to the podcast. It's great to, to finally have you on
1: nice to be here
0: so let's jump straight into it Um, tell us a little bit you've been a software developer for how many years since 1984 Wow 1984 that's a big year that's a big year 1984 that was the year that the the computers took over huh
1: that's right (laughs) so
0: so um, and, and you've been what kind of software did you develop
1: I've been working um, exclusively before I started with Class Stars in uh, financial firms, Fortune 100 companies, and um, that's where i had been until I was approached by you. <laughs>
0: so so obviously, I know the story of uh, when I approached you from my perspective, but let's share with, with the audience today, tell me, you know... How did you get involved in this? Tell tell us, let's share with the audience your story.
1: Sure. So here I am uh, spending some 30-odd years at uh, financial firms. Uh, It's a very rewarding and challenging career. And um, my nephew comes over to me, and he's telling me about his experiences as a social worker and the challenges he faces. And he had um, some excellent concepts about how to correct some of the problems that he sees uh, as far as letting teachers track behaviors and uh, taking away the bias from how students are selected in class and paid attention to. And of course, not having a technical background, he sort of guessed that there must be some technical solution to this, but not exactly sure how to go about it. So he approached me. I thought it was really fascinating originally. and. Um, Being that I was sort of busy in my real life, I offered to help him out and just create some proof of concept, figuring, yeah, I could spend a couple of Sundays for a few months, see how this goes, and uh, then he'll just take that proof of concept and run with it. Um, Needless to say, proof of concept turned into a multi-year, I guess we'll call it a labor of love. and uh very rewarding, as opposed to uh, writing software that pushes money all over the world uh writing software to really make a difference in kids' lives and so here we are, six years in um i finally you know after a few years, just not that long ago, a couple of years, I guess, I finally gave up my uh, wall Street job and um I've been working on this uh, full time
0: so so what was the the biggest challenge coming into this you know undertaking obviously when when you started this and i remember this very clearly when we started this we were not expecting for you to write the entire software it was just a mock-up um at what point at what point like like what was going through your head when it transitioned from being just a mock-up to being you know more more to it than that and and then and and where was like the first obstacle? let's let's talk about the first bump in the road you know that we hit, maybe from a technical standpoint, maybe from a business standpoint. I'm not sure exactly how you want to look at it. but let's let's talk about the early struggles that we've had.
1: Well, certainly, several challenges. first of all, for me, coming from fortune, probably fifty firms. Um, you know when you run into a technical, Requirement or issue, you just send out a call to headhunters and tell them who you need to hire, and we just hire people and it's pretty easy to do that uh, here we're a startup company of low to no resources uh, the responsibility for everything rests on just us and that was a uh, you know quite a challenge and of course the other challenge is um, going we call it sort of stodgy old technology you know doing things for 30 odd years and firms you know running on terminals to trying to hit the the new world of phones and tablets and user interfaces on multiple platforms which again and when you're running your own company you tell your people what their platform will be here the users tell you what their platform will be so technically that's quite a challenge and uh, but we've been working it for a while again as I, as we said we started with a proof of concept So a proof of concept was easier because we just Focused on one platform, I figured you know, if people like it, we'll move it up to multiple platforms. But at this point, we are on all platforms. So, what was the first interesting thing that hit you? You know, when you started talking to
0: teachers about this, and you would explain, you know, what it is that we're trying to do, and and teachers would either look at you funny or they would be excited.
1: <clears throat> well, I can tell you, I mean, for me, it was a surprise. I mean, obviously, you know, I've known my partner here for his entire life. So, uh, you know, his excitement about this was sort of contagious and I was like more than happy to go along with it. But it was really enlightening when we went to the first schools and was pitching this to see this sort of eyes opening up and say, how many times have we heard, why hasn't anyone done this yet? This is what we've always wanted. You know, this is a great thing. And and that sort of you know, started my wheels turning in my head. Is this really just going to be proof of concept or am I eventually going to give up what I'm doing and take this on full time? Because really the, the teacher's excitement was, it was palpable. I mean, you can walk into a room and the teachers would sit there figuring, here comes someone else to pitch something. But after five minutes, they were all at attention and all participating and giving us ideas, which we a lot of what we've implemented was teacher feedback. And it was a really interesting journey. Yeah, it definitely uh, has been. Sure you remember it's been a while. But yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you know, it, it has been a while, but in a certain sense, it always feels so fresh because we were always like on the cusp of something. You know, we we work on a project and, and each I would say that each major undertaking is about a year. You know, each project, I think it was about a year from when we first sat down to sketch it out in that notebook that you still bring to uh, you know the Starbucks when we have those meetings periodically to sketch out some ideas. And, you know, it was about a year until you actually showed me some app, you know, that, you know, where you can swipe on the kids and, and record positive and negatives. And, you know, and, and then we took it to this, to that first school and and we had them pilot it for the last couple of weeks of the year. And then over the summer, we took all the feedback that, you know, that they gave us, and we, you know, we kind of fixed up some bugs. It was it was really buggy, the first time it was terrible, and they had a terrible internet connection also, so that didn't help. Um, and then and then coming back, and and kind of working in that single school for a year, and then the next school, the next year, we we really shot up. We got into a dozen schools. You know, remember we had gone to that one conference. Uh, principals conference where a dozen schools signed up to try us out. Of course, everything was free, and we were providing the hardware, which was a nightmare in its own right. You know, we we quickly quickly got out of the hardware business. Um, but but um, you know each each phase, I guess, if you will, of the of the project has has been about a year. So you know, I guess the first year was just getting the program, then scaling it up to being able to carry you know several schools at once, um, and then and then since then trying to scale it up beyond a dozen schools and learning how to talk to the administrators, talk to the teachers, get through the bureaucracy of the school system, which can often be uh, stifling and and you know everybody's got a lot of things to do besides for us, and our latest um, you know our latest venture has been the single user version. Which kind of cuts directly to the teacher? You know, we meet a teacher; they don't need to speak to an administrator. They don't need to talk to anybody. They can just download the app on their own and set up their own class with their own students. And that's what uh, we're going to be ready to release, literally in the coming weeks. We don't have a date for it yet because we want to test it out and make sure that it's solid. But very, very soon we'll have this version that that anybody can just download and. Um, you know, with, with each one, it's like a year of, of really hard work and, and many, many hours. So there there must have been times where, you know, over the years, I know for sure I've had them. But let's talk a little bit about those times where you, like, really felt like, you know, this really isn't working out. You know, I, how much longer can we be doing this? You know, it's already six years that we've been pushing at this. Have you ever had any doubts that this wasn't going to work and that, you know we've got to wrap this up somehow?
1: Well, you know, I, I, I don't think I ever had a doubt about as to the product, but of course, you know, trying to run a company with two people, sometimes you start reading about other companies and you see how big and massive they become. And um, it was always so a worry, like, are we going to carry this, um, you know, get into that first stage where you grow past the tiny, small company and get the resources to really push us out? Um, but I could tell you, and of course, there were always, you know, technical, I'm, I don't know if the audience is technically minded, but you sometimes run into technical issues, which were really, you know, you'll work on a product for a month and a half and you're test, you're, let's say you're writing it on an iPad, but if before you release, you've got to test this thing on Windows and an Android, and then you're suddenly stuck again because something changed on those platforms you know somebody released a new version of iOS or somebody released a new version of Android and now something breaks it gets discouraging sometimes but um not not discouraging enough for me not to have uh, left uh, where I was and joined this on a I guess we'll call it a volunteer basis at this point yeah <laughs> but yeah it it's uh it it's it's I, I, I think it's a great, uh, it's a great move on my part. Um, I, I really look forward to you know sort of making a difference in, uh, in education, which is like the foundation of all things. I think. Most well,
0: certainly yeah. is. Most certainly is.
1: What has been the biggest thrill of this journey
0: so far over these years? Oh, God, that's a tough question.
1: I mean, I could tell you, I distinctly remember an event where, you know, we're always talking. Sort of theoretically, you know if a teacher uses this thing, will it make a difference in their class? and it, in our enterprise version, I guess in the school version, we offer some uh, enhanced reports, which I'm not sure we'll be releasing in the in the single user versions, but um, we did have a report that shows you charted behavioral changes over time as your teacher interaction changes with a kid. and I remember. We just printed a first sample report for a teacher and uh, showed it to them and you could, as the report printed out and it comes out on the paper and I'm looking at this chart and you could see a kid who's negative, we call it negative interactions, but undesirable behaviors were high above the, the class average. And as just the weeks go by, two, three weeks, you see those two lines cross and his negative behaviors come down to the bottom and his positive interactions rise. To the sort of classroom average, and you say you look at this, and you say, "Boy, this thing real—not just technically works, but it it works at a at a at a real at a good level here. I mean, it's working practically, and probably helping just just like that. The proof of concept uh, application in the hands of a teacher, and we probably made a difference in some kids' year. You know, remember that? Remember that first the first report, first printed report yeah, said, "Wow, yeah. this is real data."
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing stuff.
1: So, so,
0: what advice would you give, like, for for teachers that are struggling with technology? Because we you know we've also spent a lot of time at ed tech conferences and talking to different people in the ed tech space. You know, the, te- the world of technology and the world of education have not merged the way, let's say, commerce and technology have taken over. There's no Amazon of it as much as Amazon is trying to get into education and all the big players are trying to get into education, but there seems to be, and obviously we're working on this too, but there seems to be this divide or this gap that's not allowing educators to really utilize technology to impact education the way it's impacted other industries. What do you, you know, share your thoughts on that. What would you tell
1: teachers about that? Well, well, I I think it's a little bit of a, barrier to overcome. I, the best I could say is look at your students and see how they're almost tied to this technology. They're born into it and to them it's second nature. And um it's probably difficult for a teacher at any level to sort of break away from what they've always been used to doing in class. Uh, we always say picking up a tablet in the middle of the class and starting to record behaviors, even though we make it as simple as Small swipes and gestures, you know, no typing. You still, it's still a, a change of what you've always been doing. So, and, and all we say is, you don't have to walk around with this in your hand, leave it on your desk, hit it when you can, hit it when you feel comfortable with it. And we think it'll grow on you. We think, as I think you've used this metaphor of driving a car, where when you first start driving a car, everything you do, you know, um, turning on a directional signal, um, adjusting your air conditioner. It's, it's you have to concentrate to do it. And it probably takes away from the job of the concentration of watching the road. But as little time goes on, you don't even realize you're doing these things. And we hope that this kind of technology will eventually become that kind of second nature thing. You know, you'll just keep the tablet sitting there, you touch a child, given. Give them some gesture, up, down, swipe, something like that, and something gets recorded. And then you'll see the benefits and in, in, in the feedback you get from reports and, and reviews.
0: Yeah. So one of the criticisms, I guess, that we've gotten over the years from teachers who who did not like this product was that it it computerizes the kids. Like, you know, they feel like the relationship that they have with the kids need to be human relationships. And if you're gonna record everything and you're gonna to go to kids based on what some computer is telling you to do, it kind of like takes the humanity element out of the relationship.
1: What do you say to these teachers? Um, well, again, I, I, I think we're, we try to stress that we're not using this as a way to sort of grade the, the student. We're using it a way of to alert the teacher and in our application as to who needs better attention. And it's just a tool like any other tool. You don't, you, you could look at it, then decide whether or not you want to pay attention to this or not. It's, the student is not going to get a report card based on what you're doing. We just think if you pay attention to our cues as to who needs a bit more attention, who you've been giving more undesirable feedback to, uh, that child's will change his behavior and um so yeah i mean don't look at it as something that when you know no one's holding a stick or saying you have to follow these guidelines you know you're not uh, you're not being graded on this and the student's not being graded on this you just look at it as any other tool that you would have in a classroom to really improve the, the experience of the students you've got yes. yeah
0: yeah you know um One of the things that I find myself often telling teachers, you know, like when they tell me like it's too distracting and I tell them that the program is not going to distract you. It's the students that are going to distract you, you know, when they're acting out and you have to record what they're doing if you want to know what's going on in order to follow up effectively. And if you're not going to keep some kind of a record, you're not going to be able to follow up adequately. And this is just the simplest way to keep record. It's just a swipe and a tap And we have a couple of options at the bottom if you want to put a little bit more information in there, but it's literally a fraction of a second and it gets organized and filed away and charted and reported and dashboard and and all that, all the feedback that we can give you afterwards, far, far more efficient than putting a, you know, a mark on a piece of paper that you lose or, or writing a note down that you can't read after class, you know, so it's, it's kind of like that, you know, we're encouraging teachers to, to look at the kids and develop relationships with their kids. That's. That's really what it boils down to. I was actually just, before I had this interview, I had gotten a call from a teacher of a, of a client of mine, a high school kid, who's, who's struggling with anxiety and misses a lot of school because of anxiety. And, you know, started the year, a new school year in September. And he started off the year really, really strong. And He had actually done better in the first, he'd done more work academically in the first two weeks of September than he had done the entire previous year. Really, really remarkable. And then he broke his arm. He broke his right arm and he was in a cast and he couldn't write. And even after the cast came off, he still couldn't write. And because he couldn't write, he couldn't focus in class. He has a hard time focusing also. His writing really kept him focused and he really like fell off a cliff and it was so devastating and and his parents were so upset and the teacher was also upset but really couldn't appreciate the magnitude of this because the teacher was brand new for this year you know and of course i encouraged the teacher to speak with the teachers from last year and and it helps but it's not the same as living it you know as if you know for for us the parents and, and myself who are actually working with this kid And so now I just got off the phone with the teacher, you know, telling him, you know, let's make sure that now he's back and and the cast is off and and let's start fresh and, and let's get him back onto the right foot the way he started the year. And the teacher is like, well, listen, you know, he's got to step up. And I said, he most certainly does have to step up, but you've got to earn his trust before he steps up. He's not going to just step up on his own. And if you push him too hard, he's not gonna appreciate that. He's not going to appreciate that. So so everything is, is so personal as far as earning, you know, kids earning the trust of the teachers or teachers, I should say, earning the trust of the kids. So, so all that stuff is so important. And to me, if this teacher would have this tool, and obviously we don't have the single teacher version yet, so I can't offer it to him. But if the, this teacher would have this tool, I would say, listen, you know, you just keep giving him positive feedback until he's got a good border color or, you know, a, a very high meter, then, then you can start demanding stronger from him. You can demand more when you've invested more. So it's like that with all relationships. You know, when you're fresh in a relationship, you got to be careful. As the relationship grows, you don't have to be as careful. You know, you can make a mistake and recover from it a lot easier. So, you know, th- those are the things that we're kind of looking at. And of course, with the focus on having a user interface that is so seamless and so intuitive, that it really doesn't take away from your primary focus, which is, you know, there are really two primary focuses of a, of a teacher in a classroom. There's delivering the lesson, there's teaching the material, but there's always making, sh- but there's also making sure that every kid is on board. If the train leaves the station and nobody gets on the train, then it doesn't matter that the train arrives at the next station on time. No one's there to be there so you know that has really been our goal and and you know to watch like you said you know to see the teachers eyes light up when we talk to them and even as late as the last conference that we've been at um in in June at the ISTE conference and and talking to teachers and having just watching their eyes light up and how useful of a tool this is for them it is exciting and it definitely helps get through and of course like you said we have the technical business you know the technical software development challenge challenges the business challenges and um you know hopefully this new version is gonna pull through a lot of people will like it where the feedback that we've gotten has been fantastic and uh you know of course i wish you the best of luck because it's wishing myself the best of luck too that's that's the way it goes it's really been a lot of fun uh this far but the real fun is is just just around the corner so hopefully by the time people are going to be listening to this and obviously. By the time this will be published, we'll, we'll, uh, we will not have this single-user version out yet. But shortly thereafter, we'll have it. And people can come back to listen to this You know, in months from now when the single-user version is out. And uh, we have thousands of hits, thousands of downloads, thousands of teachers using this, improving you know, tens of thousands of kids' lives, educational experiences. And it's always so amazing to me because we all think back to our experience in school. You know, no matter what stage you are in your life or whatever age you're at, you think back to your years in school and the teachers that made a difference. And it's seldom the teacher that had like the cute technique to help you remember, you know, the capitals of the of the world of, or the United States or whatever it might be or or algebra or whatever it is. It's always the teachers that cared, that gave you the attention that you needed that that you know that lets you know that they can see you for who you are, for what you're worth. And that's really our focus. Our focus is help teachers identify the kids for what they're worth because that need a little extra attention in a quantifiable way that's measurable, that's reportable, that's you know, recordable. It makes a difference. So yeah, it's exciting, it's exciting stuff. We're looking forward to uh, you know the the new version coming out the single user version and uh thanks for coming on the podcast if there's anything else that you want to add before we wrap before we wrap it up
1: no just wanted to just reminded me when you were talking about marking in my early early career when I was still a little college student I spent about a half a month doing substitute teaching actually so <laughs> long ago and I still remember having those little cars where you put little red x's on it and how quickly you stopped doing that because eventually the r- little red Xs meant nothing. You were supposed to write a red X and when you remembered what happened, take some notes on it, but you couldn't do that in the middle of class. And this is just one thing we're offering. And in the time it takes to put that little X down, you can actually tap something and record what happened, when it happened, and you have a really good record of, of what's going on in classes.
0: And, so, and even more so, it alerts you to what you need to do. What you so, need to do. You know, so... so uh, so kids that are getting positive feedback or I, I should say kids that are not getting positive feedback are you're reminded to give those kids positive feedback you know? in real right. time you can look at you can look at your at your screen time and see which kids haven't gotten positive feedback in the last two days and that's extremely valuable because there are kids that go unnoticed for a whole host of reasons you know there are many many reasons why we don't notice kids Correct. and just to be able to bring that to your attention very very sure. well. And obviously kids that are just getting your negative attention needs to be balanced. If you start to notice a trend of negative behavior, you have to do something actively or else you develop the confirmation bias where you, you know, are just noticing all the bad things and overlooking all the good things. So yeah, it's not just like you say that you get to keep the good record and know exactly what's going on and all the information that you have there, but it tells you, it gives you actionable feedback of who you should be doing what to. And yeah, we're, we're definitely excited about it. And it's been exciting moving from, you know, the single platform. I don't want to, you know, we we could definitely talk a lot about, you know, the technical stuff of moving on to the multi-platform version. You know, the first time we we, uh, released an iOS uh, iPad version of the app, how cool that was. And the first time we got it to Google play, you know, all that stuff has been really, really cool, but that's a little technical and maybe uh for your podcast when you do the technical <laughs> podcast we could talk more about that for the for the tech savvy you know developers uh audience but for the teacher's audience we want to keep it more educational more simple minded and certainly that's our goal is to keep you know to keep the technology really really simple so yeah thanks thanks for taking some time out i know you're very busy yep the coding, thanks for taking some time out to join us on the podcast and um Obviously, we'll be in touch and uh, hope the teachers found this conversation useful. And of course, as always, we encourage the teachers to subscribe to our podcast and to give it a good rating and to share it with their friends. And, you know, let us know what you think. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. All the well, best. for
1: joining you. Bye.
0: Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us. Visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.